Hello and welcome back to the Motorsport Better podcast. I'm your host Didi and joining me today once again is my friend and your co-host Vedant. On this episode we'll be talking about the Iowa doubleheader in IndyCar. So, let's grab some chai, take our seats, ready open and dive right into the conversation. Marcus Ericsson somehow still leads the championship but only by a slim margin Vedant. However, before we dive into what happened this weekend, I have two quotes from you that were tweeted out by Nathan Brown who covers IndyCar for IndyStar. Uh the first one is from CGR teams uh and it says that as per CGR teams Alex Polo will drive the number 10 car this weekend at uh Indianapolis and for the rest of the 2022 season also as yesterday's statement pointed to uh and there is a quote that says Alex he Alex Polo is a valued member of our team i think this is from Chip Ganassi uh and we will continue to support him in chasing wins podiums and IndyCar championships <laughs> uh the next hold on hold on next the next is from Alex Polo's lawyers who responded to that particular quote and said we are disappointed uh, Chip Ganassi Racing would attempt to keep Alex from an opportunity to compete in Formula 1 and even more so with CGR's public court filings and continued commentary to the press on this matter well it is what confuses me the most about this issue is uh Chip Ganassi is saying it wants to win championships with Alex Pillow. Yes. While suing him. <laughs> while suing him. While all while Alex Pillow does not want to be at Chip Ganassi Racing. It yeah. <laughs> does not make sense in my head. I mean it's the the whole the whole uh saga, the whole Alex Pillow Chip Ganassi saga is very interesting and it's very strange because we have no, never seen something drag on like this in any form of motorsport like there have been contractual issues throughout the history of motorsport right but never something like this and at least at least since we have been following motorsports properly right so it's it's very interesting but i i, I read somewhere that alex that both mclaren and chip ganassi's representatives or like sources agree on that alex wants to go back to europe and live in spain and live in europe and like that is what he wants as a person you know so it may mean like the mclaren deal may be a ticket for him to uh, to gain that may it may be formula e it may be formula 1 or whatever but the whole saga the whole chip ganassi saga is very interesting but i didn't expect chip ganassi to sue him although well te- i mean it is legal proceedings you know that yeah. they have to you know the lawyers had to get together and uh, uh and yeah, sort well, yeah. it out in court you know sort, sort it out in the court of law uh, that was going to happen so it, it is just that the wording took everyone by surprise almost that you know that chip ganassi racing is suing alex pillow what they're really trying to do is sort out those contractual issue yeah. um, that is all that is happening you know they're not asking uh, alex pillow for money from what i believe uh, there will be some money involved uh, but mclaren said that it will not be mclaren racing money because they were let to believe that alex pillow was a free agent uh, and what not so but yeah definitely, yeah, definitely think, uh, it will be i think alex's managers and sponsors are in the loop too way out the buyout clause or something like that yeah yeah uh yeah so who who knows what will happen uh 
will will I mean even even if uh, Alex Pro stays there, he's he's not going to sign a new contract. You know, even if they even if CGR you know takes the option for 2024 if there is one, that is the end of the road for them with Alex Pro. Uh, most likely, um, hard. It's hard to see how Alex Pula would want to continue uh, being there after he's already made up his mind to not want to be there. Yeah, it would be a very awkward season and a half. Like I, they, they're still doing well though. Uh, even with everything going on, like Alex Pula is scoring decent points for CGR. They're still supporting him. They although although Alex Pula did say that CGR did take away access to some of his data. Uh, yeah, exactly that. This weekend. That's what I was coming to. So yeah, I mean, if he doesn't have the data and if he can't prepare properly, how do you expect him? How do CGR expect him to give his best and fight for the championship this season, even right? So it's interesting to like. Obviously, the CGR are trying to protect their interests because in the case that Alex does move to McLaren. He will take some of that data with him in his memory and in his notes, right? So, in that way, CGR are right in what they're doing. But I think it affects the driver to perform at his peak. Yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, it's. I mean, obviously, the press statements are not the truth. They're just uh, they're there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it's for the world to read and to. Uh, Take whatever they want to take from it. Um, a lot of it, a lot of it is just smoke in the mirrors and uh, so on. Um, but yeah, I mean, even even uh, Alex Pro's teammates had had divided opinion on it. Marcus Ericsson seemed to be unfazed by it. He commented, I think, during the weekend that his relationship with Alex Pro has not changed uh, whatsoever. Whereas it seemed like uh, Scott Dixon and Jimmy Johnson were not a big fan of how Alex uh, handled his contracts uh, with Chip Ganassi. So. And I think Scott Dixon also pointed out, uh, talked about loyalty and uh, you know being straightforward with Chip Ganassi and whatnot. So clearly, uh, I I won't say a rift, but um, maybe maybe a drop in respect uh, for Alex Pillow from his teammates, uh, maybe that. Uh, but yeah, I mean a lot of people have said you know that IndyCar paddock is a small small community, and perceptions change very quickly. But Alex Pillow will be like, hey, if I get my way, I won't be in IndyCar in uh, three to four years. I'll be in. Uh, in, in the McLaren seat in F1. So, yeah. um, you know, couldn't care less about any car and all the people who work here, if, if I get my way. Yeah, absolutely. And, well, uh, let me just say, you know, despite whatever the stories are going around, despite whatever the drama is going around, if we get an IndyCar driver who moves to Formula 1 in this day and age, I think it would elevate Formula 1 as a whole. And it would elevate the whole motorsport community as a whole and, you know, bring it closer. Because these things used to happen in the past, in the days of the Andretti's and, you know, in the 80s and 90s and all those times. But in the last few years, we have only seen GP2 and GP3 drivers, Formula 2 and Formula 3 drivers come on to Formula 1, right? So, however way this story develops, if Alex Polo or any other driver for that matter from IndyCar gets a Formula 1 seat in any of the teams, let alone McLaren, it would be a great day for motorsport, to say the least. Yeah, absolutely. Now, let's come back to what happened this weekend. And the biggest winner this weekend was obviously 
Pato award uh, a second place finish and a win for the man from Mexico and uh, that allowed him to you know claw back some points in the championship now he's only uh, 36 points behind Marcus Eriksson which is not a lot uh and he sits in fifth place which goes to show how close the championship is getting as we move towards the last five races of the season vedant this is what a close season is uh and that is what bruno michel needs to understand <laughs> you have taken real offense at bruno michel's quote haven't you but yeah <laughs> i mean... not taking offense i'm just <laughs> laughing at it because it's it's he he's trying to sell it the way f1 tried to sell us on all the last all the seasons before 2021 yeah 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 i get it i get it but yeah absolutely part of what p2 and p1 in like back to back races on the same weekend and it would have been p2 and p2 but well it did not pan out the way for joseph newgarden to get two wins in two races but yeah great weekend for part of what great points haul and i think it it you know he He had been languishing throughout the first half of the, of the half of the season. He did get a win in the middle of the season, if I'm not wrong, and he had some decent point hauls. But I think now with just 36 points away, he's right in the mix, as you said. And a five-way fight, a six-way fight, because Alex Pelo is not far behind. So a six-way fight, it seems to be developing. uh absolutely absolutely uh unlucky for joseph new garden though uh, like he pointed out you know uh, he had a great first race and seemed he was on for victory in the second one but uh, his his car just gave out i i, I didn't really understand what happened uh, in his accident i don't know if if you have any more uh, information on that but uh, there were uh, multiple theories going around and it seemed either the engine cut out or the suspension failed or something happened oh no i didn't watch the race i had my visa interview the next day and i had to travel to travel to delhi so i didn't watch the race at all but uh, yeah it was like uh joseph newgarden has been an absolutely dominant dominating force at iowa throughout the seasons right he has led the most laps at iowa and he has won a lot at iowa something like that but and yeah it's just a shame that he had to retire that way absolutely um I was, I was going to say something and I forgot now. Uh, oh yeah, I was, I was going to talk about Jimmy Johnson. Uh, he impressed in Texas with a P6, I believe, uh, and this time once again finishing just behind his teammate Scott Dixon in uh, P5. Best result for the car uh, and for Jimmy Johnson in IndyCar, and clearly, clearly seems to be coming, be becoming um, uh, a short or like an oval. Uh, God, I'm I'm losing words now. Uh, <laughs> becoming an oval specialist in, yeah. in IndyCar now. uh and uh, and yeah that's that's great to see uh, you know to see uh, jimmy johnson do that i i i almost felt bad for uh, alex polo i i almost thought you know at this point in the season uh, from a team's perspective you know alex polo should be let through by jimmy johnson and uh, by, by only jimmy johnson i guess because uh, the other three other two teammates are also in championship contention but uh, yeah uh, it's it's been impressive i i just wish you know jimmy jimmy johnson could do, do the same thing on road courses and street courses and that is the only thing uh that's been holding him back from becoming one of the greatest in uh, american motorsport he's already one of the greatest from becoming the greatest ever in in a way in american yeah. motorsport absolutely uh, i mean see oval racing comes naturally to him right 
oval racing come naturally comes naturally to him and uh, i think obviously it will it's just his second season racing road courses and street courses so it would be it it would take some time because when you are like when you are a junior driver and you can learn things quickly but you have when you have raced for so long in nascar and only at ovals it does affect you and obviously the entire cars are different it's it's everything different for jimmy johnson apart from the oval circuits which he is excelling at right so i think it's good that we have oval races in indycar oval circuits in indycar so that jimmy johnson can like when, when he steps on to the uh, track he could feel at home sort of right so yeah that's good but a p5 it's just absolutely brilliant from jimmy but yeah it is but the top top championship contender or challenger this season is uh, is will par besides marcus erickson uh, from the penske team uh, obviously the championship seems to either it will either go the highest probability of the of the team winning a championship is either penske or um, or ganassi. ganassi and will par is only 8 points behind now marcus erickson has has done just enough to stay in the lead his lead has diminished over the last ever since you know uh indianapolis happened and then he had a great uh he had a great weekend uh two weeks after that but ever since then his lead has been somewhat diminishing to will power joseph newgarden scott dixon and so on um and there's five races to go i wouldn't be surprised uh that you know we have Wilpar and Joseph Newgarden in the lead and it will be Marcus Ericsson Scott Dixon and Alex Pelot trailing basically Chipanasi trailing the Penske cars going into the last couple rounds of the season. Yeah, I mean it's 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 going to be very interesting like we have two Penske cars, we have what three Ganassi cars and the McLaren yeah. in the mix, right? So even the Ganassis will be racing each other and the penskes will be racing each other so and like if the ganassis get together to you know block out the penskes then it's them three racing out in front and it's going to be a mega five races uh, of at the end of the season absolutely and uh, the next race is uh, indianapolis and if you remember with a little bit of rain what happened in indianapolis uh, last time we were there this season yeah. and it was Colton Herta's <laughs> show now Colton Herta is nowhere in the championship uh, fight right now but uh, you know it will only depend on how well the rest can do uh, and you know save some like like I think Max Verstappen said this uh, this past weekend it is that the key to winning a championship is to finish in the points even when you are having a bad day and that is essentially uh, what I believe will decide uh, the championship over the next 5 races is whose bad day can still be the best amongst those uh, you know uh, i think i think for pato ward his biggest worry will be the chevrolet engine yeah. um, he will be hoping that the chevrolet engine does not give out but it will be the same for uh, the penskes i believe uh, but we've seen you know the mclaren struggle a little bit more with the chevrolet engine giving out uh, more often than not uh, compared to the penskes so something else that will be on pato's mind but uh, you know the momentum is with him and we all want to see pato when he came really close last season and uh, he's once again he's he's right about there this season and i would love to see pato win 
because uh, you know he he's got a ch- shot at that F1 seat too and if yeah. Alex, <laughs> Alex Palou is in the is in the conversation because he won a championship Pato award knows what he want what he needs to do uh, in order to secure that seat yeah absolutely and i mean the world would go bonkers if pato awards win the champ wins the championship right because apart from the uh apart from the old guard as such pato award and golden herta have the biggest fan bases in indycar right golden herta is nowhere as you said and pato award has the second largest fan base one of the largest fan bases in indycar basically and the mclaren especially from like an f1 perspective yeah exactly and the mclaren backing and everything that goes around pato award it would be a big big deal for that championship and especially right now he is e5 in the championship and he is behind will par he is behind scott dixon right so and obviously joseph newgarden so it's going to be a very interesting season from this point onwards if pato award does win it yeah you could you yeah. could only imagine what bonkers things will happen yeah and it and it, it it's a very short burst for the last five races you know there's not a lot of time yeah. unlike uh, in april and may uh, i think the season ends on september 11th yeah um, and there's five races to go which is a month and a half month then. and a half yeah exactly so you have i think there's like five races in six or seven weekends that that's what it is um so definitely definitely a crescendo for the indica season to come to an end and i am excited as ever but that's all from my side vedant uh, not a whole lot to talk about um alexander rossi is moving to mclaren not having uh, any more great weekends after a short run of three good weekends um but yeah that that's really about it uh, anything else that you want to talk about before we move on yeah well nothing much because i couldn't watch either of the races and uh, i did watch the first race on saturday a little bit but yeah it was a little late and i couldn't uh, watch it towards the end but nothing more to add to that i guess all right well thank you for joining me and talking about indica with me uh vidan and as always we'll catch you on the next one which is in in a couple of days time so see you then